Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Oh, sorry. <laughs> fucking shit morning already. I know, girl. I just, I'm reading this. Um, I mean, I'm watching this news story about Jovita. Did she die? She died last night. Girl, I can't. I know. It's like, she feels like such a staple. Like, if you lived in Atlanta for any amount of time, you know, like, she feels like a friend, like a like an auntie, like a relative. You know what I mean? It's been a fucking shit day. Yeah. Like, it's been one of those, I just want to get back in the bed. Carrie's great aunt, I mean, she was in her 90s, you know. Mm-hmm. She passed away this morning. Oh, no. Now you told me about Javita. I and know. I just, and then I had what, what I was late was I was downstairs dealing with our basement stuff. And Still? We the- oh, my gosh. Oh yeah, no, it's gotten worse, and now we have to find a whole new contractor to finish the job. And... After all this time, oh my gosh! Yeah, so and people are coming. They're like, "Well, he did this wrong. He did this wrong. He did this wrong." And you just spent like a fucking shit ton of money. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. well, uh, girl, well, I'm supposed to start my fast on Monday. But I'm gonna hit this pen today, tomorrow, and Sunday, <laughs> and the <cause>. next day. <laughs> well, you look you look fabulous as usual. Thank you. Do. I just after I leave here, I gotta go get some hair so I can get my hair done. So, oh, okay. Well, welcome everybody to Laundry Ruminations. I'm not gonna forget like I normally do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Kirsten. I know. I am Kirsten, sharing my loads of thoughts with my mom friends. Today I have Erica with me. Erica is... Yes. Hello, family. Hello, beautiful moms and women and people who are just sick of shit. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, Erica and I go way back to my Atlanta days. And right just now you might have heard us talking about Jovita. We just received the news that Jovita Moore, who has been like our... Natalie. Yeah, she's been battling brain cancer. She found out in the midst of COVID and she passed away last night. She's from um, WSB-TV in Atlanta. She's a Channel 2 news anchor that, like, looks amazing. Like, she's, like, in her 50s, right? Doesn't look, like, older than 30. At all. 33. Yeah. She always, I mean, always carried herself with so much grace and... My cousin actually is on WSB TV. Yeah. Yeah. Freddie. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Fred Blankenship. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, okay, Freddie. Oh, hey. Like in my mind, he's cousin Freddie. And that's yeah. It's just like, it's. In my mind, he's the homie because, like, <laughs> Fred Blankenship. But, you know, he, he, is, he, he, the is, homie. he is. That's why I want to like, he's not just like I play cousin. No, that's uh-huh. my, like, biological cousin. I don't see him though. He's all cool. of our co- he's all of our cousins in our heads, but yes, <laughs> he is that. I'm very proud of that. Be everybody's black cousin, right? Because um, there's not enough black people in news. Locally. In Atlanta, there is. In Atlanta, there's a lot, but when you're coming from like other cities, and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, it's man, not... this is a fucking shit day friend it's a shit day i know the weather don't help sorry i know because it's nasty here yesterday i had a shit day like everybody who came in contact with me caught the smoke like 
it started off, I had a dentist appointment and I think that was like, cause I get really anxious when I go to a dentist for some reason. Me too. I hate it. Like hate no, the dentist. No friend, you don't understand. I mean, full blown panic attacks. Yes, and me too. My husband's mother is in the dental industry. Mm-hmm. So I literally will drive all the way to Pensacola, Florida yeah. to go see the dentist. Because at least I know, number one, I'm going to be seen at her dental office. Yes. Number two, I know they're not going to, like, I hate people who try to jack you for money. Yes. And I always feel like dentists do. That, yep. And so I'm like, I would much rather drive four and a half hours to wherever she's working. Where I can trust somebody. Go someplace locally. Yeah. I finally found a dentist that, like, she's gentle. She's not, like, because that's what, that's the root of it is when they're trying to get you for the money, then they have you feeling like shit about like, you know what I mean? Like I'd be rushing. I floss. Like, don't try to make me like feel like I'm no, I don't take care of my mouth. You know what I mean? Like, so they like just guilt you and everything. So honestly, like there was a point in my life where I went years without get going oh, to the dentist because I was so anxious about it. I put off getting my wisdom teeth off taken out for 20 years because I thought I was going to die getting oh, my wisdom teeth taken out oh well see no, i i had mine got done in two rounds so i did one tooth uh-huh awake okay Oof. and that was pure hell yeah no nah, so they were sleep. like the other three they put me to sleep on but it's easy to go out of everything that you have to go to the doctor for the dentist is the easiest to free to, to be just like no nah, i'm go. good yeah if you don't have a toothache cough, yeah, yeah it, it, it's it's very easy to do it, friend. Because I mean, especially when you worked in the industries that we work. Anytime you're freelance or you're yeah. going to job job, it's if expensive. No insurance. That shit is high. Don't nobody got the damn uh, dental insurance. Like nobody. It's like one of those things. Like even like, and I never understood why dental insurance and health insurance are two different things. Like it don't make sense to me, especially because like if you don't keep up with your dental stuff. Like, you know, they say, it like, affects it affects everything. Like, gum disease affects your heart. You know what I mean? When I was pregnant, they were like, make sure you're getting your dental cleanings because that can affect your pregnancy, put you into, like, <laughs> premature labor or something. So it's like, why is that not? Well, I threw up on the, uh, when I was pregnant with Kinsey, mm-hmm. I threw up on multiple dentists. Uh, like, my. Yeah, the anxiety. I, at that time, my gag reflex just wasn't Ooh, there. Oh, yeah. And this girl was trying to get, actually, it was at his mom's dental office. She was trying to get impressions for me, partially because I have a really bad habit of clenching my jaw. Me too. Or my That's teeth. what I had to get yesterday. I had to get my impressions so for my night guard. So they were trying to fit me for one. Yeah. For the night and guard. She put that thing in my mouth. Yeah. I just, I puked all over Because her. it's so nasty, that like big fluffy, like green stuff that they have you chew on. And my gag reflex is fine, but I can see like when you're pregnant. It was horrible. I mean, yeah. I think everything I put in my mouth was going to make me Earl. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. I threw up on you. She said, it's fine. You'd be surprised how many people do that. Well, yeah, because my dentist yesterday, she was like, how's your gag reflex? I was like, it's fine. And I'm like, and then once she put that in my mouth, I was like, oh, now I see why. Like, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Ooh, I so had to, cause I, but I, my thing is like, I guess I clenched my teeth. She gave, got me a night guard, but I know for a fact that I clenched my teeth throughout the day. Like if I'm driving, if I'm thinking, if I'm mad, like mm-hmm. so, stressed out. Yep. So, but yeah, so my day started like that yesterday. I went to the, to the dentist and then like I had a sweet tooth. So I went and got sugar and I've been trying to like stay away from the sugar lately, but like I ate sugar and then like I came home and then, uh, Mike wanted to have a 
he like gave me one of those can we talk like and I'm so now then I'm on like full alert you know what I mean so I got mad about that the can we talk because I'm like all this drama for nothing then um but was was the talk was the talk worth the can we talk or was it did it come off like we need to have something to talk about and do you just asking me about like random shit that wasn't that serious no in hindsight I could see from his perspective it was like a like, for me, it was like, for real, you could have just fucking asked me this shit while I'm standing here in the kitchen trying to make my lunch. You know what I mean? But for him, it was because he saw, like, he, for him, it was like, been holding we need to talk. It was a, we need to talk. You know what I mean? And for me, it was like, for real, you could have just asked me and it, it was like a, an explanation like that. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but no. <laughs> so then, <laughs> moving on. But then, so, um, so then, like. I was just, I think I was sleepy, and so everybody just caught the smoke, and then I was, like, I'm at a point where, like, I'm kind of trusting the kids to be able to play outside without me sitting there staring at them, you know what I mean? Oh, you're better than I am. Well, I was wrong. Like, (laughs) I was wrong, because I went to go peek out, because, like, I sit there, like, I'm not, like, you know, upstairs sleep while the kids yeah exactly no like I had the door open so I could hear them playing like we're on a little cul-de-sac so it's not like they can wander off real I mean they could but they know better and you know like I had so I had like you know I had the door I could hear everything that's going on I hear all kinds of like ah so I go peek like let me see what's happening Sean his shirt is off his (laughs) shoes and socks are off so I'm like, where are your clothes? I walk a little further and I see that these fools took the mulch. Like, so we're in a townhouse, but there's like a little square right in front of our house. And like, there's mulch between my house and the neighbors, like my front gate and the neighbor's front gate. They mm-hmm. took mulch and transferred it to the middle of the street. And then they found a box in the garage that had like, like fragile stuff but it had packing peanuts they emptied the box dumped the fucking packing peanuts in the middle of the mulch no friend in the middle of the street i said what the hell and one of the boys was like yeah like one of the neighbors like there's a bunch of there's neighbor kids you know what i mean they're like in cahoots with this shit and the oldest one is like yeah (laughs) and i heard like at one point i heard parker go what like, so, it was Sean, my youngest, and the little boy, the eight-year-old that lives down the street. They're the ones putting together this hot tub or whatever the fuck they were calling it. Sean was swimming in it. Sean was swimming in it. Like, that's why his shirt was off. So, Parker's like, it was it was Sean and Jackson. I'm like, you, but you could have came and told me. And then the 14-year-old's like, yeah, they, they, so... I go get like brooms and dust pans. I get the snow shovel. I get like the deck broom and I'm trying to sweep it up. But as we're sweeping up these packing peanuts, the wind is blowing. The shit was the whole fucking block. Like the whole cul-de-sac is covered in packing peanuts. My, I'm like, my neighbors are going to be pissed because I had just seen my neighbors like cleaning up their leaves and stuff yesterday, earlier in the day. Oh, before, to be replaced by packing peanuts. To be replaced both. by, hey, girl, I was hot. I was so mad. I said, don't ask if they can come out because I can't. I even texted that little boy's mom like, yo, my kids are grounded. Tell your son don't come over here. And she's like, and then like, 
I guess I saw later that she texted me like, does mine need to be grounded too? But like, I didn't see the text, but all I heard was, oh my God. Like she came outside and saw what happened. She was like, girl, I do not whip my kids. But I told their asses, don't ask me for nothing. I brought them in, fed them, or took, gave them a shower. Cause I'm like, don't you sit your filthy ass emotes literally rolling around. So I'm like, I don't want you on my couch. I don't want you touching anything. Get in the house. Like we, it took like eight of us because all the other neighborhood kids saw like us sweeping up and 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 shoveling mulch. So they wanted to get in and they wanted to go get their buckets and pick up all the packing peanuts. I said, get cool. your asses in that house. So I shower them. I feed them. After they're done eating, I go upstairs. I close my eyes for a couple minutes because I was like, I can't. I'm not gonna make it through the night if no, we're all. No so I get their pajamas on. They eat. Bedtime comes around, and I hear, boom. Ah! Parker was, like, doing this. He does this thing where he, like, throws his head around for no reason. Like, he, like, so he was, he, like, slams his head on his bed. Like, I don't know what the point is. Why, why weren't you just in the bed sleep? Why weren't you? Because boys. Girl. No, no, no. It's, no, no, no. I, I say that because <laughs> I hear myself saying to the six-year-old yeah. <laughs> why are why? you just in your for why for what like why girl he must have like miscalculated where he was slamming his head and bumped his his face hard as hell on the side of the bed the boy has a black eye so i'm like now, now everybody now you're the abusive mom everybody heard me fussing at y'all on the street and now you're gonna and fuck out <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, yo, they're going to call the people on me. Yep. Oh, well, first of all, I knew. Well, the house next to us going backwards, this Mm -hmm. side, is empty. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a Hispanic family who lives over here. It's a black mom and her son. And he's very funny to me. I think he's a little, he's, you know, not all the way there a little bit. He Mm -hmm. just graduated from high school. But that baby is... She was trying to show. I, I saw. We. I've heard her yelling at him. <laughs> no, but I'm like, if anybody remotely heard half the stuff, sometimes. I mean, my child and her mouth. And sometimes when she says stuff back to me, I'm like, ooh, bitch, I that's know. you, right? <laughs> exactly. so, I mean, she. But she says it like she, mommy, you in the same tone, right? You snap your hands at me one more damn time. It's gonna be a problem. Though. Yes, she is. That mouth is. It's so extra, and it's just sometimes I just kind of like, because yesterday she had gotten in trouble. I told her no kids YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can watch, but don't turn on kids YouTube. And that nigga just decided she was just gonna do what the hell she wanted to do and turned on Oof. kids, and not just for a little bit. Like I'm gonna pull the blanket up over myself with my snuggies, please, on the couch, and I'm gonna cut on my show and have it be I loud like, too. Like that part is if I could not hear you from my bed, right? So I told her, I said, you, I said, cause her dad was going to let her have a kinder egg. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, oh no, you can't have a kinder egg on me. I said, you chose to turn on kids YouTube. You're not mm-hmm. going to do it. She goes, well, my daddy said, Oh, I said, well, you well, go what tell did I say? what I said. Right. And see what he says. Of course she didn't go up there and tell him. So he came downstairs. He was getting ready to give it to her. I said, oh no, she didn't tell you what I said. I said she got in trouble because mm-hmm. she decided to watch kids YouTube after I told her not to. He said, well, you're not getting a kinder egg. So like five minutes later, she's going to come in my room. Since you told on me, I'm going to tell on you. Little girl, if you don't get the hell out of my room. <laughs> so who are you going to tell? Who are you telling? Who? 
are you telling? And then wants to mumble under her breath. I'm like, well, girl, I'm too tired to get up and kill you. Yo, these kids are just glad. one of those days. My body hurt. Yeah. I was like, I quit today. I quit. I don't. I don't have. Yo, to, I, don't I have thought to I was like, I was like, I wonder how many people. And I know this is not a not a nice thing to say, especially because the world is as fucked up as it is. And like, I feel like I watch enough Dateline to know that I shouldn't say stuff like this out out loud because then it gives but people an oppor- it gives people an opportunity. But um, yesterday I was like, I wonder how many people just say, "I'm gonna disappear." Like, I wonder how oh. many of the missing people are actually people who were like, let me just, let me just pretend that I got killed or something and just <laughs> go missing. And, and right, like, <laughs> I, I away on a weekly basis. Yes. I'll call my homegirl and be like, friend, I'm going to run away. She said, nada, because what, what am I going to do? Yeah. <laughs> how, how are you going to run away? That, that ain't going to work. I said, because damn it, I just. My sister sent me this meme or like a, um, it was like a screenshot of a tweet and it was like, the sexual tension between me and the idea of running away to start a new life, and I felt that shit <laughs> like so real. It's it is it is so real. Like, and you feel guilty immediately. Like, no, nah, I'm a mom. Like, I would never. You know what I mean? So it's like I would never. You know, but mom sometimes guilt, I'd be like, is the there is I I don't care what any. There's nobody who could tell me different. It is there is I don't care if you a a. A backsliding Baptist, a, a a cussing Catholic. There is no guilt in this world, like mom guilt. Right, like it will literally take you the hell out. It's for real, like it has you Doesn't questioning what everything, you, everything, all of this. Like I'm not doing enough here, but I'm trying to do this here. They ain't acting right, and let your child not act right in public. Oh, and it's you. Then it's you as the mother who is who is. Oh caused... yes, or they're with somebody else and they're not. And I'm like, if you, act... it's always us. It's like, yeah. it's never the father, like, well, well, why isn't he doing this? It's right. all, especially any, and this is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Anybody who's been a stay-at-home mom or mm-hmm. the primary person during that rearing time, mm-hmm. it makes it even worse. Because then it's this real expectation. Well, if your child was home with you this whole time, why did you teach her Why didn't better? you teach them? Yep. Yep. And it's like. And I then you even sometimes feel that from, from, from the other parent, too, like. When they act up and it's like, because they always like to say stuff like, well, mommy, let me, you know what I mean? And then it's oh. like, you look like you got, feel like you got to be on the defense with their other parent because it's like, you know, listen, this is what we do and we're here. Okay. Like, well, don't well, come trying to switch up the damn. That's your daughter. <laughs> that's your child. That's your that's kid. That's your child. That's I don't know. Your what kid. And he, tr- he tries it. He'd be like, uh uh-uh. uh. That's why she looking act like you. I said, okay, friend. Really? <laughs> sure. But so this is, is yeah. Go ahead, baby. No, I was just gonna say this is actually our second time recording, but the first time it is. And we're gonna do more. We're, we're not gonna, gonna do... this is our first and our second, and we're gonna have many more because we have right. lots of exactly. But the first we're one do live in person too. Yes, together, together. With the posture. first one though, yeah, absolutely. The first one, though, I don't know. So I think, so I think what happened was right. I was trying out this um, recorder, and I had done like the free trial. But then I decided, I think on that day, that I was gonna buy the full. Mm-hmm. 
And then in order to do, I had to like update my computer and I was moving stuff around. And I think that when I threw away the trial, I accidentally threw away the files that were with it. So yeah. I was like, I went to post it. Like I was like, oh, you know, we had so many good gems. So I went to go like snip the promos out of it so I can, you know, do a little promo or whatever. And then I'm like, where is it? Couldn't find that shit anywhere. I was like about to cry like, no. But I was like, no, we still got more stuff to talk about. We good. Yeah, we got all, we got okay. all types of shit to talk about. You know, yeah. I, I tell anybody, these, that era that we were in when we first met, we survived all of that shit. Yes, <laughs> we sure alone, did. That alone will give you enough stuff to talk about. We, so a history. Eric and I go back like, I don't even know how long, girl. It has to be at least 10 years because I've been with Carrie for 10 years. Yes, it's definitely. We've been married for eight. We've it was longer than. Years. It was longer than that, so it's like more like 13. 13, years, 14 yeah. years. Because it was like, I'm trying to think of like what era of Atlanta. <laughs> that was the straights era. The yes. The era because we were, all of us were at straights 300. We were at straights every Tuesday yes. night. We were at Straits every Tuesday night and 300 every Sunday night. Sunday, yes. Well, you talk about, and then we they, then we did Wax Wednesdays. Wax so. Wednesdays. That and we then on. about all the nights we were going out. Right. How did anybody, we were out Monday. Oh, and it was Tuesday nights at Straits. Tuesday, Tuesday nights at Straits. Wednesday night, Wax Wednesdays. Wax Wednesdays. Sundays at 300. And then on Saturdays, they had that other thing that they did. It was like down, um. I feel like it was like off of North Avenue, maybe. Saturdays at. Where was it? Uh, I I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking mom. about? Like I'm seeing yeah. like I'm seeing like goldish gold. It was downtown. I know it was the same place that um some crackhead got me for my twenty dollars in the parking lot. <laughs> um. <laughs> parking and he um said he had to go get some change he acted like he was the parking attendant homie had like a clipboard and everything and he said he was gonna give me some change and never came back that's the that's the other thing about Atlanta like coming from California (laughs) the homeless people are gonna stand I know where they are they're gonna stand on the side of the freeway Mm -hmm. off ramps and you're gonna deal with them there and that's about it but now they get creative in Atlanta I've never and like, oh yeah, you can park here, you can park here. I'm like, sir, I don't know you, and you, you just got some. You, you just came out of bushes. <laughs> what do you mean I can park here? You want me to watch your car while you go in? Huh? No, I don't want you to watch my car. Now that I know that you watch my car, I want to refurbish my car. Right. I can I can watch your car for ten dollars while you in there. Yeah. Okay. And sometimes they would watch it. And then they would offer to wash it, and they would come out oh, oh, with some yes, like yes. cleaning supplies. Yeah, like they will come like pop up with these cleaning supplies. I'm like, yo, where did that? Where did that come from? Like that cart. <laughs> a cart. At least they, they were like working. hustling. Exactly, they were working. Girl. Yeah. So I, I think just, that- I, if I had that energy to go out, that if I go out one weekend. More than one time, I got a rest for the next four days, girl. 
I think like so I so a week ago was my birthday and I came to Atlanta right and I tried to stuff Mm -hmm. so much into one weekend and I am just now getting to a point where I feel cognizant and coherent like I I just drank some Starbucks and the crazy thing is like for the past couple of weeks the thought of the taste of coffee makes me gag like all of a sudden I'm like coffee is disgusting after like years and years of literally feeling like I could use a coffee IV drip now all of a sudden I'm like like it's gross it's it grosses me out I have all these espresso pods upstairs that are like just sitting there Really? Yeah. I don't know why, because I need it to be alive. Oh, man. <laughs> the last, well, no, the beginning of October was um, my homegirl's birthday. We did a, um, I think I told you when we did the hotel in, in Midtown. Yeah. And then we went out to dinner that night, and we were up late, and then we went to brunch, and then she had her actual birthday party. And then on Sunday, Carrie and I had a date night. So, girl, by the time Monday rolled around, I just laid in my bed. Oh, yeah, that's right, because we were planning on recording originally. I like the fourth. That's when I was like, I missed it because I was, (laughs) I couldn't move. Like, my whole body said, no, no, no. No." So, yeah, like, on Saturday, so Friday was my birthday, and I met my friend. She came um, from L.A., so we met in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And we went to this little, um, we went to this place called Parlor Den in Castleberry, like off on Peter Street, over where Ambar used to be. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, like over near like Spin and Two Five Five and all that, or like that whole little area where it used to be. And um, so like people were by like giving me birthday shots. I don't do shots, first of all. I hadn't eaten all day because I had been flying. And that was that was your mistake, right? Yeah, like I had I I was dehydrated. Yeah, I was dehydrated. So I tried to eat some little like. They had some vegan tacos there that night, so I tried to eat them, but I had already started drinking, and it was, like, not enough time for it to soak up. Girl, the next day, I threw up so much, and, like, every time I stood up, I was dizzy. And I think it's because, like, honestly, we ended up at Spawn Divots at some point, and I walked past, like, the dumpster, and there is nothing worse than a seafood restaurant's dumpster. I lost, like, I was like, so... That just like broke the seal for me to be throwing up into the next day. Oh yeah, I was so dizzy, and I was like, I cannot. Yeah, I was like, I cannot spend this weekend that I finally got away from the people in my house, and like, I can't, I can't live it like this. So I dragged myself out of the bed. I was in the hotel, and I had my friend. She dropped me off at one of those IV hydration therapy places. Yes, girl. I was a new person by the end of the day. They did like it was oh. it was called replenish. It was on North Avenue over by Ponce City Market and all that. Uh-huh. So um yeah, so like I called them. They had like a four o'clock appointment. I went in there and it was nice too. Like they put you in a little private room. I had Netflix, so I caught up with uh Joe Goldberg and his toxic ass. <laughs> And they brought me a blanket. They were like, do you want a blanket? So I said, yeah. So, girl, they brought me a blanket. It felt like it was in one of those, like, towel warmers. Like, it felt fresh out of the dryer. They fluffed it on me, hooked up the IV to my arm. I just sat there watching some some shows and just... That would give me my whole life. It gave me my life. Because it, like... And you can choose... So I got the hangover thing. And it had, like, Zofran for nausea, Pepsid for, like, stomach upset, and then some pain relief. For like headaches, but then it also gives you all like the electrolytes, like the fluids mm-hmm. and stuff. 
But you can do like, I remember when I was pregnant with Parker, I, I got it done and they had like a pregnancy one for like morning mm-hmm. sickness and stuff. And they have like for athletes, like a recovery one that helps like your muscles and stuff. They have all different like packages and, and cocktails. Yeah. Lord knows. Yeah. I always, is that always, I've gotten more drunk in Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> simply because, let me tell you what I do. I like to eat. Yeah. And if I go to a, I have this thing, the only place I like, it's very weird. The only place I will eat at a buffet is in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me why. It's just mentally, nope, I don't want it. Don't want it. Yeah. But we go to Vegas. Yes. Let's hit this good here buffet. Yeah. For $30 and I can bust down all these crab legs. Crab legs. legs Absolutely. Yep. And everything else. And. But then I always remember that um, crab legs and fish is not food. No, it don't like, sit on your food. stomach. It no. don't sit on your stomach. It doesn't you soak do anything up. Especially during the summertime, having now walked the strip, been at the pool, drinking with them tall ass margaritas, yeah, all the drink from the gambling. Yeah, when they bring you down. One time my husband and I were there and he just he had to hold my hair and try to keep from throwing up on top of me because I just I was just like, just leave me on the bathroom floor. Just leave me on the floor. Just let me let my face hit this porcelain. Let my face hit this cold tile. Yes. I was going to sleep in the tub. I did not care. I was so sick because my ass did not eat right. It'll mm mm. And I felt so childish too. Like, what am I? Nineteen? I'm a grown ass uh, so- <laughs> right. with kids and a husband. Right. I'm like, this good idea. I should be damn afraid. I'm still myself. Then you're judging your own self. I was judging myself. I was like, I don't time. even feel sorry for me because I'm too old for this shit. Nobody told me to be no. mixing and and not eating. And yeah, girl, because I was just, they had like some little free cocktail that they were giving out that was pink. So you know that shit has sugar, is like sugary, That's you know. It's kind of sugar and bottom well. Exactly. <laughs> it's not the good shit. And then mm-hmm. like I was taking like tequila shots, which I like as a person, I just don't do that. Like I just, I can't because I know me. Like I know that I'm going to throw up. You know what I mean? So I was taking tequila shots and I'm dancing and singing and. Like, just, it was my birthday, and everybody's like, oh, it's her birthday, give her, you know, give her a drink, what are you drinking? And, yeah, and once again, it was probably more bottom well liquor. Exactly, because somebody else bought it. And you know, like, I hadn't been, I hadn't, like, celebrated my birthday, like, out, out, in, like, 10 years. So you went hard in the paint. I went hard in the paint. I'm doing the fucking most. I'm not wearing heels, so I don't got to worry about falling over and embarrassing myself. Girl, I was... Like, it was a recipe for disaster. So I was so thankful when I, like, finally, it finally occurred to me, like, go get some IV drips because you can't live your life like that. I couldn't, I could not live my life like that. I never think about doing that when I, I mean, I can't say that I haven't gotten, you know, and actually, last time I got sick like that, it wasn't from liquor. It was, I know I got food poisoning because it was Mm -hmm. like, it was random. I was like, I did not drink that much to be this sick. And so realized I had got food poisoning. But I never think about going to one of those places when you feel like that. Yeah. I'm sure there's stuff like here in Marietta. But I just Yeah, oh I'm sure there is. I think they had like a couple different yeah. I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, that is just the worst. And then imagine having you and still being a responsible fucking parent. parent. Yeah, nah, I'm good. I didn't see I didn't have anybody with me. It was just me, myself and I. (laughs) I had to take care of myself but I was glad because there was nobody there to bug me there was no, 
I didn't have to fix food for anybody. I didn't even have to fix food for myself. I didn't have to listen to anybody's like words. All I had to do was make sure the temperature was right, right in the room, that the light didn't drift in and slither my ass eventually like so I had to like I was meeting up with one of my friends that I hadn't seen in a while and she has a three-year-old or two and a half year old so I was like oh my god like I as happy as I am to see them I I, I can't I don't want to hear it (sighs) I was so dizzy I I specifically picked an adult only resort Mm -hmm. because I I knew that I I, if I don't have my own kid I sure as fuck don't want to hear you girl and I was fucked up like at that point like it had been at least you know 12 hours so I was starting to like be on the upswing but I still was so dizzy I was so empty I was like I couldn't drink water without gagging like so at the sun the sun was so bright (laughs) (laughs) it was so bright it was disrespectful for real so yeah that when you're in that place like I don't want when we it was so funny because when we were in Cabo we ended up getting bamboozled and going to a timeshare mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take the L on that that was my fault when mm-hmm. we were leaving out the airport and the place that we went to it had kids and it was just like yeah to go like your first couple of days being around no kids and we were just, I mean now that was another now that's the last time I got drunk yeah that first night in Cabo fucked me oh friend it was they had the best ceviche ever. Oh. And so, you know, we like you said, you have been flying. And we got uh-huh. there just in time for them to start dinner services. I'm eating the ceviche. And then they had this other salad. I'm eating that. And then I think I had, like, a little bit of food. But it was all-inclusive resort. So, yeah. yes, you can bring me another drink. Yes, yes. I'm on vacation. Bring me another yes. one. Yes. I probably went through two bottles of wine. I'm not going to even lie. And I was fine. 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 Then all of a sudden, we hit the room. My husband was just like, oh, you're horrible. He said, how do you get this littered the first night of vacation? Because it's the first night of vacation. That's how. First night of it. So the whole next day, all I could do was like, we got got our chairs early and we just laid at the pool. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I need the sun to soak this out of me. As soon as they started ordering food, I think we ordered everything under the sun. I'm like, I just need food. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're meeting people. They're like, you're not drinking? Nah. Don't even say the word drink to me. Oh my god, it was it was the best and worst place to be drunk. If I'm going to be drunk and hungover, at least let me do it in the sun in paradise. Yeah. Where somebody can just constantly bring me food. Yes. But then like 2 days later we went to go see this uh timeshare and it was like the moment we got on property, like there was this little kid Ugh. who had been like <laughs> maybe 2 and he was just walking like we're going through the tour and he's just walking off and he's looking at us and he's just walking out by himself and I'm like Whose child is this? And you instantly go into mom mode, like, right? Your oh, kid, but I'm like, but it's still somebody. This baby could fall in the Somebody's pool. baby, yeah. Who was a dead man floating? And I'm just looking at her. I'm like, you've been down there for a long time, right? Like, and I'm you're looking watching, around, like... and ain't nobody. There's other people around her, but everyone like has their back to her. Yeah. And I'm just walking there. I'm like, is this girl drowning or is she floating? And as soon as she finally came up, I was like, oh, we got to get the hell out of here. I right. gotta get away from these parents. Right. I, 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 because you don't want it to be, you don't want it to be one of the situations where it's like something actually is happening and nobody says anything because everybody's like, "Let me mind my business." You know what I mean? But it's like you feel so responsible for other people's kids, and I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm sick 
of it. Friend, listen, I'm telling you, all the way been there, done that, got the t-shirt and the damn mug. I'm I like, mean, nope. you started a whole, you started a whole, uh, a whole situation. Mommy needs a moment. Mommy needs all the moments. And I, I, you know what? I'm realizing more and more talking to women, talking to friends. It's like, we aren't taught how to have, I think maybe generational has a lot to do with it, but as women and mothers, we aren't taught how to take our own moments. We're not taught that it's okay for you to have these moments. Mm-hmm. Like, I even think some of the backward shit I've said to my mom about her being so strong. And I'm like, well, why did you put up with this shit? Why did you do this by yourself? Why did you do this? Like, part of the reason why you probably felt like you were losing your damn mind is because you weren't taking moments for you. Right. Because you're made to feel like? selfish for doing it. Like, you're no, made to and- feel... Yeah, and you can't because you like the old adage is that when you're in the when you're in the airplane, what do they tell you to do? Put the mask on, on yourself, yourself first, first, and then help somebody else. And we as women don't. We will do and um, we will pour from a dry ass everything. cup. We will pour right. from a dry yeah. ass cup, not even an empty cup, like a parched cup that ain't been filled in years. My therapist, she she hit me over the head, and I, I love her because. I'm like, I think about it, like, I pay you to talk to you for you to punch me in my throat about my own self. <laughs> for you to fucking drag me. <laughs> to drag me, to tell me why I'm acting like a complete insane person. But it's fine. It's totally fine, because it's been, like, probably the best decision that I've made in the last year and a half. Mm-hmm. But she was saying that quite often, we as women are not just empty pots, but we're pots that have the flame on. Yeah. So even when we do get a little bit of something, that water it just is sizzles there, it up. It's like, it sizzles yeah. It right up, because... Our pots are on high all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, number one, you got to turn the fire down. Mm-hmm. Number two, you need to take that pot off the stove, fill it up with water. So that way you have something to give from. And some of us either don't know how, no one has showed us how, um, and we won't give ourselves permission to do it. Right. That is the truth. And because because that mom guilt comes back where you're like, you feel guilty doing it. Like you feel guilty saying, no, I'm reclaiming my time. Like, no, this is my space. No, don't talk to me. Because then you feel like, oh, my child, I'm I'm a bad mom. But like I've been coming to the realization that like I have boys, you know what I mean? And a lot of times this comes for for girl moms who are like, you know, if. I want my daughter to see this example of a strong woman of her mom doing her thing. But for me, it's like, I want my boys to see an example of what not to expect from your partners. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't, I don't want my boys to be like, Oh, let me just make sure that this woman is drained and, and not taking care of herself, not fulfilling her own dreams, not, you know, stepping into her own power, you know, because like right. I got to a point and, and, and I, I've seen, you know, on your social media too, you taking your moments, you taking, reclaiming your fly, you know what I mean? And just saying, nah, like I'm a bad bitch, been a bad bitch, continue to be that a bad part. bitch. Let, 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 let's, let's stay there because when I tell you, Kinsey's just turned six, mm-hmm. I would say, could I get dressed to go somewhere? Yes. But on other than that, for like, a, it felt like years on top of, you know, let's not even start with the weight that we gain after mm-hmm. having kids and just life in general. 
But I, I wasn't getting dressed. I wasn't going anywhere. Like, there were clothes I hadn't worn. Now about me, just like, you have clothes you ain't worn in six months because the weather changed. No, I had shit that I hadn't worn in a year, yeah. two years, because I wasn't doing anything for myself. Right. And it's this idea that I still am who I am. I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, all, and even, even whether it's getting dressed, whether it's going out and... You know, for me, it's, you know, I, lo- I love good cocktails and I like trying new liquor. So doing mm-hmm. those things and it, especially at working on my businesses, like mm-hmm. even mommy needs a moment was hard mm-hmm. because I don't want to talk about being a mom. I don't want to talk about being your wife. Anymore. Girl, I don't right. want to talk about shit. <laughs> I want I want to go talk about shit that I want to talk about, but it ain't got nothing to do with being a wife. I want to talk mom. about me. Thank you. Like even laundry ruminations. Like, it's like I get my mom friends on here and we're talking about like. Some of it's parenting stuff, but some of it's about like us, who we are as people outside of that, because we don't get a chance to do that. No, no. And because it becomes so much of our lives. Yeah. And what I don't want, and I've seen this happen with older friends and other people, um, their kids go off to college Mm -hmm. um, and they either become empty nesters or... No, usually it's when it comes empty nesters, but then a, you start having this spiral attack because you're like, okay, well, who the fuck am I if I'm not somebody's mama? Yeah. And then, or you've been so busy being parents, mm-hmm. individual parents, that you're like, okay, do I even like you? Do I even fucking like you, girl? <laughs> it's like, I'm yeah. like, no, like, kids will kill your sex life. I mean, to the point where I'm like, oh no, 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 and so. 40, I think, has been the, the breaking point for me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, things that I used to hold on to, mm-hmm. I, no, I don't. And this is, if this is something I want to do, I'll tell my husband, hey, this is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. And he, a lot of times he looks at me like, okay, I don't care. I mean, mm-hmm. why are you telling me? I, and, and for me, I think I had it in my mind. Like, well, no, I can't say this. I can't do this. Because he's going to feel some type of way. And he's like, if this is what you're passionate about, or this is how you feel, just... Mm-hmm move Just forward in that yeah there's some yeah. things that we have to work out because i am you are still a parent but no i need this time for me i need to go hang out with these people i need to go you know have my have my time otherwise i become a very mean person yeah yeah that's the other part you just become mean resentful and like, I don't want my daughter to see that. exactly like resentful and just snappy and short and yeah i feel that i feel that um you said for you it was 40 was your breaking point. I think for me it was the COVID, like the quarantine, just well, sitting yes. in it. That, that too. Like, COVID definitely did that too. Yeah, and I think it did it for so many people. Like, I think a lot of people we had to just like sit there. And for me, the crazy thing is I started my, um, like I started my medication like a month before everything shut down, right? Mm-hmm. So like at this point, my chemicals are balanced. I'm thinking more clearly, like I'm not like spiraling out of control, which if I had not been, like if I had not started the Zoloft right before quarantine happened, there's no telling. Oh, okay, you what lost my, your shit. I would have for real like, like thought like, okay, this is it. This is what I've been imagining in my head for all this time. You know what I mean? But because I was Mm -hmm. medicated, I was able to think logically. I was able to think rationally, but I think it also 
like with the the fog of my anxiety lifting and the fog of my like worst case scenario lifting I was really able to sit and think about like I wasn't able to go anywhere I wasn't able to take the kids anywhere I wasn't you know what I mean so I was mm-hmm. able to like just really sit in my situation do you know what I mean and realize like you were okay, able to you were able to look at because you didn't have all the background noise going exactly. on. Exactly. You were able to actually stop and look at everything that you're in yeah. and take assessment of what is it working for you and what exactly. is working Exactly. Is this in alignment with my vision for myself? Is this the life that... I mean, I don't think anybody's really living the life that they thought that they would be living, but oh, is this me. the life that I want for myself? Is this the... the Am I walking in my power and my purpose? And you and I talked about this the last time um, mm-hmm. in the recording that got, uh, that got deleted somehow. But um, we were talking about how, like, we were sharing our experiences, our near-death or our close-call experiences. <laughs> and, like, yeah. so many of us have a story of, like, yo, it could have fucking ended right there. You know what I mean? But so I know that there's more for me. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we can. That's the conclusion. Like, I know that I'm meant to be great. I know that I am meant to do something that impacts not just me, but so many of the people around me. And I know that I'm not meant to live a mediocre life. I'm not about that mediocrity no more. Like, I finally decided, like, nah, I ain't no mediocre shit. Or is there somebody no, talking to you? not at all. Yeah. No, no. yeah, my my husband came and was asking me, trying to ask me a question. I left the the bedroom door open, uh, realizing. Um, I, I I think it was two things that happened. Definitely COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, because like you said, we could not go anywhere. We couldn't be anywhere other than in the house. And that was a lot. Yeah, we couldn't be uh, distracted whew. by our. We couldn't be distracted by errands and just. No. Yeah. Just and doing things, but I I think also for because of COVID, partially because of COVID, and then just life happened this year mm-hmm. where I saw a lot of people. I think my mortality. It, I've always had a thing with mortality, mm-hmm. um, and it's not that I don't know where I'll go when I'll die. But it's the idea of not existing. And it would freak me out. Like, I would have these full-blown, like, mm-hmm. debilitating panic attacks. Like, I could go from, like, zero to 100. I could literally feel myself getting mm-hmm. hot. Yep. And then last year, we've had people who were our age. It wasn't a, a tragic accident. They just left. Mm-hmm. and Or they did not just left. They just died. And mm-hmm. um, processing that has been a lot and so it for me it was I know I because I had this conversation with someone before about those panic attacks is because my my spirit desires to imprint something into this earth that is going to stay past me that here. is it and it's not, and it's not our kids right because I put into them but they are their own people who are going to go and live their own and amazing do their lives. own thing my job build their own legacies yep give you as much positive and remind you that yes you can do it i i mean i and, and feed all that into them so they aren't they are your they're part of your legacy but in the totality of what i'm supposed to be doing on this earth who i'm supposed to be impacting i always feel like especially in like in within my groups like i'm 
always the first to have to go through something stupid as fuck. Whether it's an issue with the house. For real, man. For real. Out of everybody, I'm the one who's been married and divorced before. So, I mean, I can't tell you how to have a perfect marriage, but I can tell you definitely how to fuck the first one up. I can look at the issues and see where that shit went wrong. Yeah. And so all these different things, because I, for whatever God has taken, not taken me through, he's allowed to happen and I've come through it. I know I'm supposed to give these jewels and these bits of knowledge to somebody. Yes. Whether or not you realize it now that it's going to help you, but go back into it. Like being married um, for the second time, what that process looked like and how that helped and, and the different things. Like, so I'm like, I know I'm supposed to do something. I know that mm-hmm. my voice is meant to do something in this world. Mm-hmm. So, Regardless of how many times it doesn't work out, um, whether it's a project or something that I'm working on, mm-hmm. I try not to get too down on myself, but mm-hmm. still working on that. But I know it's uh, everything's going is happening for a reason, mm-hmm. and these are just more chapters in all the books I'm supposed to write about. Hey, I can't tell you how to make it perfect, but I can definitely tell you how not to do this part. Yeah, and I think that's important. Yeah, because there's so many people who are like want to impart their advice on you and it's this is how you should do this this is how you should do that and I, you look at them and you're like mm, but is that but, but is that really is that and I, are you doing well you're even better did you do that exactly and are you living the life that i see myself live? you know what i mean like you're not me we're not the same person that does not look like something i really envisioned for my life so i mean you can tell your experiences but you can also say hey I know you want this and this is not the way to get it. I'm not going to tell you how to get it, but I'll tell you how not to get it because the yeah. shit worked this way for me. And, you know, yeah. I think people are not real about their failures. People are not transparent about their fuck because ups. We, we, live in, we are now in the social media. It's the snapshot age. Yeah. Like it's the snapshot age. Like uh, one of my, um, I think, you know, uh, Janine, she was like, oh my God, friend, I'm so glad you got your day off. I said, honey, I did not get a day off. That little girl was over there when Carrie took this picture of me. Mm-hmm. She just happened to be playing with the dirt more than she was being bothered by him taking my picture. Right. Don't let the snapshot fool you. Yeah. Don't, don't let, yeah. don't let that one good image on Instagram fool you to think that this is the way it is. And yeah. people, people will, are living in that they'll, and they'll get down on themselves. Well, cause my stuff doesn't look like her stuff mm-hmm. um, or my shit's not this shiny eight picture carousel of life. Nobody's life is. Right. And guess what? If you figured out what it took to even take that one picture, right. you might say, I don't want your life. That's not the life I want. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, work. this is crazy. Cause you know, like, I don't know, for some reason when you get into like a hair chair or when you're at your wax appointment and your legs are open and they're pouring hot wax on your vagina. For some reason, you feel like this person can know everything else about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can talk about, I don't know. Like, I feel like service providers are like certified like therapists because the people just like, tell them, just open you up. See, you see my snatch at this point. I at mean, this point, you can know about what's going on with my relationships too. So I was talking to, I was, uh, my barber, she, um, she and I were talking about, I don't remember what we were talking about, but like, I think we were talking about like quarantine and just like the effects that it's had on like our mental health and our like wellness and just like kind of evaluating where we are in life relationally and financially and with our careers and stuff. And she was like, you know, she said, 
and don't take offense to this, she said, but my therapist told me I need to get off of social media, specifically Instagram. And she was like, and talking to you makes me realize that she might be on to something because I saw like, oh, she's married, she's got kids, she's got this family life, and she's got like all these things that I want. And she said, I would never have thought that you're feeling the way you're feeling about your whole situation right now. She said, I never would have thought it. And I'm not saying that you're being fake, but it just seems, she said, you know, when people put like pictures on the Instagram, other people take what they see and create their own reality of it. Yes. Yes. And she was like, and so she said, you didn't put anything fake. She's like, I I don't think I've ever even really seen like a family picture on your social media, but I assumed that it was this picture perfect like hashtag blessed image, you know what I mean? Because people do, you know what I'm talking about, them girls. Yeah, that, the hashtag that. blessed. Yeah, like that's not I mean. Oh and I thought that I was keeping it real. Yeah, I thought I was keeping it real. Like, yo, this little motherfucker right here. You know what I mean? Like, but I feel, I, but I realize that it's other people's perception. Like, so you can put out an image, and other people are going to create their own They're perception. Create their own story with exactly. Exactly. So I think that. With that being said, we do need to be more transparent about our fuck-ups. Like, not to the point where people can use it against us, like, oh, yeah, well, you're messy with your business, or, oh, you're messy with your, you know, you're mean to your kids, or whatever. But just kind of, like, letting other people know shit well, is not all squeaky clean. That's a example clean. of that, about being honest, about being transparent. And, like, I was so irritated by this week the whole um, everyone coming back. Jada saying that yeah. her and Will's sex life is... And I'm like, that's not even what she said. First of all, that's literally not what she said. Right. And the funny part was everything she said, I agreed with when it comes to sex and marriage. Like y'all just don't y'all take snapshots and take snippets and clickbait and, and create these create narratives just to get somebody. Mm-hmm. And that is not the case. Like I, we've had my husband and I had in that same situation. Oh my God. I just love your guys' relationship. And you guys are such marriage. What the fuck? We're not right like, at middle of the night. You know how many times I've lived over this thing of snoring? I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. I'm going to put this your sleep. over your head. Yeah. But I just don't know if I can live the lifestyle I want with that current insurance policy. <laughs> and he, he thinks the same thing. He be, we are, it is the running joke that we keep telling each other we're going to bury each other in the backyard. It's, it's, and and everybody has heard us say it. I said, so none of y'all niggas can testify against either one of us. Right. So y'all real. just better just come over and help me bury this body and keep it pushing. Right. But people will create their own narratives because it suits them. Right. Yeah. Their narrative on your life suits you regardless of how, I mean, I think quite often I'm very transparent. I love my daughter to death, but she, I, when I say she is the mouth of the South and I say she is who just like this close from. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not, I'm not one of those shiny mom influences. Oh my God. And we made cookies. I'm like, no, she goes to see her auntie Norman and bake them cookies. She's going to go see her uncle to go do this because mm-hmm. guess what? I, I, this is not what I can teach her. And it's not my lane, mm-hmm. but everybody wants to look like that picture. Perfect. We picked cookies on Saturday. No, that is that is not the mother she has. Right. So for me to try to even present like that, nope. Right. I don't right. buy this box cookie. She's gonna make those while I drink this cocktail, and we're gonna pray we don't burn these cookies and keep right. pushing. See, like, and see, that's the thing. Like, we all try to strive to be. This, this all comes back to that mom guilt. Like, am I doing enough? Like, 
I lost Am my I temper. Am I giving them what I didn't get that I wish I would have had? Boom. There it is. There it is. And then, like, we, I even feel bad for saying stuff like that out loud because I don't want my mom to feel mom guilt. You know what I mean? Like, she did her best. She did what she could. Yes. And, but I think as parents, our goal is always to level up and give our kids better, right? Absolutely. And so we Absolutely. always feel like every time I lose my temper, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, this is not what I wanted for my kids every time I... Because nope. I, like... Not only my own kids, but every kid who was involved with that packing peanut shit yesterday oh, got cussed the fuck out. They all them. got cussed the fuck out. Like, all the neighbors heard me. What the hell is this? Get the get the shovel. Get that. Like, um, all of them got it. They all caught the smoke. But you know what? They deserved it. Because then if they I all, had... They, they deserved it and they needed, to, they needed it to know. If exactly. you mess up in this cul-de-sac, you're going to catch the smoke. You're going to catch the smoke. In here. Exactly. Oh, and yeah. and if I hadn't done that and like the neighbors came out, they would have been like, Oh, you know, this hood rat lady on the corner is allowing her kids to fucking destroy the whole cul de sac with these packing peanuts because she's not watching well, her kids. If you do, damn. Exactly. If you don't. Exactly. So I just, you know, it's just one of those things and I think that I've spent so long now, six years, seven years, just like being this person that I felt like I needed to be in order to be palatable in this mom life. But like the more I like step into my own self and my own personal reality of who I am, the more I'm finding the people who are on that same lane with me. Like, girl, I will cuss these kids out. Like this little girl, oh. the fuck out my room. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, people always talk about, you know, conscious parenting and all this other stuff. Like, yes. It, it's all, yes, it's all important. Things, yes, it's all great. But guess what? Here's also like, like, my kid will literally look me dead in the face <laughs> and go do, like, I would say, Kinsey, don't do that. Or, Kinsey, pick that up. She'll look me dead in the face and turn around and keep watching TV. Did you hear mommy talking to you? Right. Or Did she'll keep me? doing something that I specifically just told her not to do. And I'm like. And in I that moment, I don't feel like I just saying. walk away because I'm like. Yeah. I'm yep. going to lose. It's like one of those, like, if, if, she, if you were grown and somebody did that to me. What we what, would be, we uh, would be squabbing. We would be going. Yeah, catch the hands. Yes, and to have a six-year-old try you so epically, <laughs> like to be like, like and, and dead to your face, like like damn near like they looking at you like saying, "What? Are you, what you gonna do?" Like she tried it one time, and I my husband had left to go pick up food. We had a contractor coming by. Well, because our uh, refrigerator light had gone out so we had put in a repair mm-hmm. so when the, the refrigerator man got here she decided she wanted to show up in front of people i said kenzie go pick your stuff up and go upstairs <laughs> so that i am and she's just downright ignoring me and then she starts talking loud so that the other person could hear and i'm like oh because then you feel like you got an audience people. and everybody's <laughs> looking to you to see like so what you gonna do what's oh, about yeah. to happen and it's a battle of the wills i and then, so I grab her little arm, like, you're going upstairs. Then it's all of a sudden, it's ah! Oh, Like, you're killing her. <laughs> I was so, dog, when I tell you, I was so mad at her. I did not know what to do. Luckily, my husband came home, and I told him what happened. I said, I'm not talking to this child for the rest of the night. Girl. I said, you better get her. You better go get her. Because I was like, oh, just like. I have. I don't think there has been anybody in my life who's tried to who has me put you in that life. position. Yes. So so one day I was driving home um, from like their little gym class, right? 
And we're in the car. Or no, it couldn't have been. I don't know. All I know is it was like, we're in the car. It's me and the two boys. And Sean was getting smart. This is my four-year-old. He was getting smart as usual, running his little mouth, right? And I said, Sean, I'm going to end up knocking you out by the end of this day, right? Like I said it. And and I understand, like, he knows that I'm not going to do it. And I probably, like, some parenting expert is probably like, you shouldn't tell your kid you're going to knock him out. Well, I told my kids yesterday they're going to be adopted. So, like, <laughs> I, I threatened to call the orphanage. So, I understand it's not the ideal, like, clinical, good parenting way. But really, nobody knows what the fuck that is. Okay? If, if I'm keeping it real. Listen. But I said to him, I said, I'm going to end up knocking you out by the end of this day, right? And then I hear, okay, knock me out then. Girl, my- So, I turn around. And mind you, I'm driving. We're at a light. We're at a light. We're at a red light. And I turn, like no the fuck so I said excuse me he said and he's like smiling at me opened his arms like as if to say there's nothing but space and opportunity yes like he said do it I said what he said knock me out come on knock me out then like a four year old with the gumption okay and I and I look at him and I see this face that looks just like mine and I hear these words that are words that I would absolutely say. Say, come, oh, so you gonna knock me out? Knock me out. Bring Let's it. do it. Come on. And all I could do was just turn around and drive because we're on the road at this point. And I can't reach back there and snatch him up. Like, and I didn't, I didn't know if I should like pull, pull over. Yes. Or laugh. <laughs> like, or laugh because really I was like, I was stuck. I was stuck. Uh, when I tell you, my daughter has done she well, she's done it with me and her father in the car. Like she pops off. Oh, one time, and and I can't say she does it just to me because one time we were at, first of all, one time we were at the dinner table, and he told her to stop doing something. And the way we sit, like <laughs> she sits next to him, mm-hmm. and so she turned around and did him like, like. Oh. I, I, <laughs> it's not funny when she does it to me, right? Like, when she does it to him. <laughs> All I, I did like this. I turned all the way around my chair and I'm looking backwards because I knew I was dying laughing. And you don't and want them told, to think it's okay. <laughs> because it's not because the moment you do it to me, I, I'm a see, black, I believe right. in whoopings. I do. She's I believe out. in whoopings. He do. He told her, he said, I will punch you dead in your <laughs> chest. I'm like, do you to punch our guy in your chest? And I know he didn't mean it, but it's just right. like those things that you say when you're like. Right. Mm-hmm. Like. Let me remind you who the fuck I am. Like, let me, let me introduce you to a woman that I thought had been left in the past. But Mm -mm. listen, Mm -mm. little boy, you going to bring that shit out of me and you ain't going to like her. Kids will definitely do that. Kids will definitely (laughs) do that. Like she ran from me one time and I almost hurt myself trying to get up the stairs (laughs) to grab a hold of her. And And that makes you even madder. Yes, because I'm like, I'm running. I'm out of breath. And I'm like, oh, I'm just like, I was like, I, I would literally, my husband says, when I ever tell, I'm going to go take a bath. He'll say, okay, I'll see you in four hours. For real. Like, if I tell you, I'm going, I'm going to be in there for a minute. I'm going to at least watch two episodes or something, hour long episodes. Yes. I may be in there, have maybe two drinks while I'm in there and ask him to bring me another one. Um, it, I have an entire moment and like, I have to, otherwise, I, I definitely know it's the Pisces in me and because we don't have a pool yet. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I have to be in water. It helps to calm me. It helps mm-hmm. to center me because I'm like, 
oh, somebody's going to die. Yep. Somebody's going to die. And then I had to start locking the doors because then my kid would come in yeah. there and it's time for her to throwing go Throwing shit in there. asking questions. Throwing like, toys. Throwing stuff in the water. Splashing and shit. Yeah. I'm like, and where's your daddy? How did he not stop you? Because he knew I was Because you in. know they will walk right past them. Girl. Girl. And where like, is he? And then they both want to come in there and start talking. Talking. They're like, can you and you leave? Right. Both Can of you y'all. take her and put her to bed? Like, why are we having a conversation right now? All right. I'm having a moment. Mommy needs yeah. a moment. Yeah. A mo- I need I need all the damn moments. Yes. And, and I th- realizing that if you don't get those moments, like, people don't realize the spiral effects that it has on everything. Yes, your mental health, your physical health. Yeah. Um, if you're married, it's going to, it's going to mess with your marriage because mm-hmm. how can I connect to you if I haven't connected to myself mm-hmm. Word. like if I'm not connected to me because I can't get three seconds to breathe how can I, I damn even sure think don't about, talk about with you right exactly no I'm good and like and I've noticed and I was talking about this to one of my girlfriends and I was talking actually in a different episode too but like once you so once that mental health part is like breaking down you start to see it manifest in the physical parts of your body like mm-hmm. like i notice like when i get into my head that's when the anxiety attacks start happening that's when like i can't like i can't process food like my digestion gets weird and you know what i mean and like i'm getting headache it used to be like migraines and stuff but i feel like your body tries so hard to signal to you Something's hey, wrong. Hey, hey like figure something you out. You need to change some things. You need to make some changes. Hello, hello. Starts falling out. Yeah, yeah. Like your body is like, girl, girl. Something's like it's like warning, 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 warning. You know what I mean? And I think like on all the situations, like all the times that like my body was legitimately trying to tell me like, girl, this is not the right job for you. Girl, this is not. You know what I mean? Like this is not the right situation. Girl. Get your shit together. Get your life. Yeah. Gather yourself, you know? And I feel like when we're moms, we ignore that so much because we're so busy trying to keep other people alive and feed we, we're other also, people. We're also that to-do list that's constantly, constantly. going on. Yeah. You know, this needs to be clean. This thing, you know, you know, need to do laundry here. I need to make this doctor's appointment for him, for the baby. I need to do this. I need yeah. to do that. And then if you even remotely add on to whether it's your job mm-hmm. or being an entrepreneur, it's like, okay, but I'm not doing enough for this. I'm not doing enough mm-hmm. for that. So you have your laundry list of things that you have to do. You have the things that you want to do, but you have the guilt with trying to figure out, well, I don't know how to do all the stuff. At how to do all the stuff. And what do I make the priority? Like, what do I, I need to be consistent in order for these things to stick? For all of these things to stick, whether it's your business, you got to be consistent about posting and promoting and creating quality content or creating this and that. You got to be consistent about like communicating with your partner. You got to be consistent about the discipline that you're enforcing with your kids. You got to be consistent Mm -hmm. about your skincare routine, your flossing, your exercising. Exactly. Like you're exercising all these things. And it's like. You feel like you're consistently inconsistent because it's too many things to juggle at one point. Do you know what I mean? Consistently inconsistent. And then don't let somebody else throw something in there. Throw something else in there. Right. I always tell everyone if I had to, 
and I've been thinking about this more because it's an assignment my therapist gave me, but um, mm-hmm. you write out the chapters of the book of your life and what mm-hmm. the name of the book of your life would be. I, mine would be the, the, the perfect pivot, the perfect pot of ray. Because everything yeah. that I have thought in my mind was going to go one way, mm-hmm. something has happened, and it's like, okay, but just let's Ooh. pivot this because this is not going to work. What would I call Bottom my book? You're behind going to the left because you can't go to the right. I think I would call mine a beautiful mess, <laughs> or consistently inconsistent. What? A, <laughs> like I, I, I like consistently inconsistent. Like it's like when you think about it, it's like, you know, I will tell people I didn't have the traditional wedding when I married Carrie. Mm-hmm. Um, we had all these ideas, but then life happened, you know, mm-hmm. going through the accident and then deciding, hey, that's not going to be the totality of our year. Right. This is what we're going to go through. You know, buying the house, that didn't happen the way it was supposed to. Now it's like, okay, we got to make a pivot here. You know, and even the time off, I won't say time off, because I stopped working when I got, literally when I got pregnant, not because it was like, oh, I, I, and I tell anybody, I am not that chick who is, I just really want to be a stay-at-home mom Mm-mm. and raise my kids. Nope. No, no, nope. no, no, never. I said I was going to run my business from home so that way I mm-hmm. could take care of my kids. Mm-hmm. And that's a very different statement. Right. And even with that, I had to pot a my ass a different way because that shit just didn't work out the way I thought it was going yeah. to. And we just, we don't, I think sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to do it. Right. Yep. We, mm-hmm. we feel like, oh, my God, because I, because I had to pivot, because I had to make a change, I failed. I failed. Yep. Yeah. I failed at being a business owner. I failed at being a wife. I failed at being a mother because I've had to make this pivot. And this plan that I've had is not, it ain't going to work. We right. got to do something different. Yeah. But, you so, know, sometimes it's something different is where we is where we see the success. You know what I mean? Like saying, you know what, this clearly ain't working for me in this in this way. So we're going to do this, but we're going to do it differently. We're going to do it oh, yeah. the Erica way, the Kirsten way, you know? Exactly. And that is, I think, where I feel like I am now celebrating 40, having gone through it. I'm like, okay, I know what I was trying to do here, but that it that wasn't quite it. So I'm just going to, I give myself permission to do it my way. And regardless of 